UFOs, Bigfoot, paranormal input. Go ahead now, get mystical. Mystery and magical. UFOs, not typical. Bigfoot, not typical. You ask me why I'm skeptical. I say questions are questionable. Is the truth alien to you? Alien to get my message through. Aliens might message you. Aliens are sliding through. The wild signal we're plotting to. Algorithms they find is true. Typical. Skeptic. Shut Got no time for no petty turns, pandemic, a pandemic turn, horror still in Amityville, Bayonet in Gettysburg, Mothman, TNT, Factory, Red Eyes, Loki, Dogman, Howling in the Street, I'm typically skeptic of what I see, Voodoo Hoodoo in New Orleans, Thunderbird, Swamp Thing, is it real, I was wondering, typical, skeptic, show, typical, skeptic, show. guys welcome back to another episode of the typical skeptic podcast i have a fascinating guest with me um i first heard about her when she was on coast to coast for her ufo encounters and then i was like i have to get this girl on my show and then ever since then her career has kind of took off like you know she's become a, a known person in the ufo community and who i'm speaking about is lily nova um just to read her bio ufos began visiting lily nova during covid while she was Shooting astrophotography, she began documenting these close encounters with her camera, accumulating evidence, and I love evidence, and investigating the phenomena. As she experiences, as her experiences progress, she learned that these otherworldly beings and what they look like, how to initiate contact with them and communicate with them. Lily is dedicated to sharing her findings and experiences with the world and helping others initiate. It's our LilyNovaSpaceArt.com. I want to give her a big warm welcome to the show. Lily, thank you for coming back You're on. Already. The past couple of years, really. <laughs> thanks for having me on. Okay. <laughs> little bit like what how did you, your encounter start or what got what got you interested in um, film in the night sky mm-hmm. so this started off with covid you know we're in lockdown and i've always loved space i've always found it very fascinating so i found out you know i had a nice dslr camera i found out that you could take photos of the milky way so in the middle of lockdown whenever like all the stores are closed i started going out and shooting the night sky and I just fell in love with it. So I started spending like every single night out there. And um, yeah, it's just amazing. You can take photos of other galaxies, of the Milky Way. It's just so be- beautiful. So I just kind of fell in love with it. Now, what kind of equipment do you use? Because here's what I was thinking. I was thinking a lot of times you hear that like these ships are cloaked. Do you think that's the case with maybe some of the bigger ones? Or what are your thoughts on the whole cloaking thing? Because you you obviously have evidence, so you've been able to capture stuff. Yeah, the only time you see them is when they want you to see them. <laughs> they uh, So the first, the first encounter I ever had, I stepped outside of my front porch. I was going on an astro trip the next day. It was just a normal night. I stepped outside and I looked up at the sky like I always do. And I immediately locked eyes with this hovering light. And, you know, I ruled out, okay, that's not a planet. That's not an aircraft. It was just kind of like, like the typical kind of hovering UFO. And that like, I was like, wow, you know, I think that's a UFO. And then something happened at the end of my street that drew my attention. This random light came on. And then whenever I looked back, a second craft had appeared and it was much closer. It literally like manifested out of nowhere. And it, I could see it was a triangle shape. It had lights going across it. It was like a metallic, not triangle, a more diamond shape. And it went up, down, side to side, and then came straight for me. 
and this is like a few houses down. I was bending my neck, looking up at it, and it went above my head and disappeared. So that's when I realized, in me not knowing anything, that these chips, it was impossible for it. I was like, it's, it either cloaked or it went straight up because it disappeared. It, it appeared and disappeared so quickly. So yes, they can cloak themselves. They can change their frequency to a different dimension. They can go into different dimensions. So whenever we see them, it's very intentional. It's very on purpose. Um, yeah, they can appear and vanish with uh, in, in, in an instant, really. <laughs> and well, you didn't have any interest in like UFOs before this, right? Yeah, no. Um, yeah, that's not even with me going out and shooting the night sky and spending so much time out there, I wasn't thinking about UFOs. I wasn't, um, yeah, I wasn't really into UFOs. I was open to it, but that definitely was like the last thing on my mind and last thing I expected to experience. And and um, I was thinking like these beings, it seems like they have like a positive message for you, a positive message for humanity. And what, what, what has that been so far? Like, mm. Yeah, they started, they started teaching me a lot. So months of me kind of accumulating evidence and documenting them with my camera. And I have a Nikon D5300 DSLR camera. So I would use that. And then I've also used the Aurora Psionics night vision camera. That's also a, a good one. So it was very physical at first, but then it's like they were react, they were interacting with me and beginning to teach me like about other dimensions uh, um they wanted me to share the evidence they wanted me to be kind of a bridge to show people you know hey this is they're real and they're here and so as that developed some of the big messages that they shared were one of them being our dna our dna is very special and we actually have a mixture of different alien genetics essentially so so these beings are actually like our brothers and sisters from the stars we're like the new kids on the block <laughs> pretty crazy huh <laughs> do you think they created i mean like so we hear stories of like the anunnaki and you know i had elena on the other day she talks about the cedars um and 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 uh i know you went to the galactic spiritual informers conference are you in line with her that they seeded us and that, they, that this is like the that's how we were started I believe so, yes. It's amazing, there, right? Yeah, it is. And so there's a lot of, and, and so then there's like a biological ancestral component and also a spiritual component to it. A lot of these beings, yeah, we're basically like their creation. But then a lot of us have, we were out there in the stars before, and then we incarnated on earth. So essentially like we are them also <laughs> would you say them are they like would you say they're pleiadians arturians like who are they what would you say so the lyrans were the first ones that i saw and like began more of a, a communication with and then i did meet the pleiadians and the arcturians also there's like a big bag and since we have like mixed mixed genetics a lot of these beings have ties to humanity because we're kind of like their creation. We're like their child. So we have like, you know, a bunch of different kind of parents or beings that are 
looking out for us. So yeah, it's a pretty big bag, but those are the most popular ones. Um, I found out not too long ago that the Pleiadians, they were the, the last ones to go through their huge leap in evolution. Um, so it's, it's us now, but before it was the Pleiadians and the Arcturians were the ones who helped guide them through their evolution. So the, the Pleiadians are really strongly connected with us. We have a lot of their genetics, I believe, and they have a lot of star seeds on Earth right now that are from Pleiadian origins. And yeah, so basically family. That, that's amazing. This is so amazing. Like it's so, and do you think that they're showing themselves more to people now because like the time that we're going through, like this awakening period that it seems like everybody's talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, it's time. <laughs> yeah, it's time. They're uh, definitely, it, it, it wasn't a coincidence. Whenever I started seeing these UFOs suddenly in the news, in the COVID bill that was supposed to be coming out, they, they put that um, the military had to hand over all of the documents on UFOs. Like there was a UFO portion in the COVID bill. And then there was a bunch of other things that were happening but you didn't really see it on the news because everybody was freaking out about COVID, but there was a lot of moving parts going on at the same time. So yeah, we're basically this starting the disclosure process and they are now making contact with different people. Some there it's more kind of subtle. You may see a UFO or you may be interested in UFOs and they're kind of like guiding you that way. And then for some like Elena and I and many others, they're starting to actually make personal contact with these beings. Yeah. And one thing that I, I wanted to get, like, you know, there's a lot of moving parts going on with like the government, like you said, like I remember that COVID relief bill where they put that, that they had to hand over all their files. And I thought that was interesting because I don't think the government, well, it's weird. I think some parts of the government know not as much. And then there's obviously the black ops projects where they know a lot, right? But then what I was going to say is it seems like there might be some kind of fear agenda being pushed too, because um, I, I have people that come on my show that talk about negative experiences. And I'm sure maybe people have had some negative abduction experiences because maybe all the beings out there aren't nice. Maybe there's some, just like humans, you know, how we're like, we're mean or some humans are mean, some humans are nice. Maybe that's like the way with aliens. But what I was going to say is your experiences have been mostly positive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very positive, very loving. And uh, in, in sharing my experiences with people, I started connecting with people who may have not had very nice experiences. Um, so I've so I am aware of that. And yes, there are some that they're on different agendas. They may, they may have been taking advantage of, you know, earth or a lot of it actually, because of our mixture of genetics, a lot of the like negative abduction experiences are because they want our genetics. We have really good genetics. (laughs) We're considered like genetic royalty. So I think that's, that's kind of the main part of it. And we're only using scientists say like 5%, three to like 5% of our DNA is active. So if you can imagine the abilities that we'll be able to have as we activate more of our DNA, and we're only using a small percentage of our brain. So we have a lot of potential. It's just been kind of suppressed. 
Yeah, do you think we, we can activate that DNA? I know you do a lot of interesting videos on your channel. I know you had one last night about the 1111 portal, you know, for, for manifesting stuff, but you also do like activation videos too. Like, is it possible to activate our DNA? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's one of the big focuses that the ETs, as I began, you know, they started kind of practicing like telepathic communication with me and and helping to activate a lot of it has to do with frequency um and so like what i do i do dna activations on my channel we do activations every sunday and we work with different types of beings and just those frequencies and that energy begins to activate and and you begin to develop different abilities higher levels of consciousness um manifestation becomes easier it's really crazy that was one of the like big things that the ets were teaching me in the beginning was like the laws of the universe the law of attraction it's real we are all energy so and we and we all are vibration at like the smallest level so it has a lot to do with uh vibration and there's a lot of frequencies out there that are harming us (laughs) Yeah, I agree. It seems like there's like, I know, like I talked to David Sarita about it. He was saying that we have like harmonious frequencies and then there's like disharmonious frequencies. And, you know, like the disharmonious frequencies where you get like from your router and your your computer and and phone and stuff like that. But then you can tap into like harmonious frequencies, like right frequencies. And uh, there's, I watch a lot of different binaural beat videos and stuff like that. But like, does that also... You are, are you also focusing on opening up psychic abilities as well? Because I love psi. I love I love I love studying because I I feel like sorry I feel like it's one of the most provable forms of like phenomena that we have. I mean I think it's all the paranormal is somewhat provable, but I, I really love psi phenomena a lot. You know? Yeah, it's really exciting. It's ins- it's insane what the minds can do and <laughs> what what we can do. Uh, so. One of the other things that the ETs taught me was that we're all connected. We're all one, essentially. This is all just one thing. The universe is just experiencing itself in different forms. So since it's all connected, um, and I began developing my psychic abilities, the third eye, believe it or not, like one of the first thing that the ETs told me to do was, uh, you need to work on your chakras. And I was like, wow, aliens are telling me to work on my chakras. Okay, let's go. <laughs> so I started learning about that and started working with those. And lo and behold, the the quantum leaps that you can make. So your third eye, you know, your pineal gland, we actually do have a gland that allows you to connect um, with higher realms. So yes, you can begin practicing that. And that was like my number one focus in the beginning. I would just like, I began meditating and I focused all my intention on activating my third eye and then working with the rest of the chakras. I began receiving visions and my telepathy developed better. You can do what's known as remote viewing where you can view, you know, other places, other time periods. And that was just so exciting to me. And the government knows about that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. They had that project Stargate and stuff like that, where they had like people that were doing remote viewing. I've had Lynn Buchanan on my show about like he talked about like um, he even talked about the the, that they remote viewed ETs back in the day, you know, like that they remote viewed like positive ETs and negative ETs. And what's so interesting was when when I when I think about that interview with Lynn, um, he told me that um, 
the positive ETs are excited for us because they want us to open up our psychic abilities. So oh, yeah. I thought that was, that's almost like a confirmation of what, what you're saying. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. And even like not too long ago, um, for the people that do attend the live activations, and these are free activations every Sunday, sometimes we'll work on activating psychic abilities. There are people in there who are having spontaneous healings, who are being able to receive visions, who have never seen visions before. So it's definitely like working some um, some magic on you. But the the ETs were like applauding us, like they they are they're they're excited because we are you know we are their family and they do want to see us succeed i know there are some that have a different agenda and um may it's and it's almost kind of like how we treat animals you know um we eat animals but or we may use animals to do like we you know we use horses to ride and and things like that i think it's thinking of it in that way is kind of how it is with some of these other agenda ETs, but I believe a majority of them are very positive and yeah, they want, they want us to join with them and be a galactic, you know, citizen essentially. Do you think like that the consciousness on the planet maybe isn't high enough right now for them to kind of make open contact? Or do you think that's kind of what they're waiting for, for us to like kind of expand our consciousness so then they can kind of make, open contact where everybody knows they exist. Yeah. And that's why it's happening on a very individual level too. And also from shows like this, spreading the word, um, be allowing it to become more of an open, less taboo topic. And it's more and more every day. Like my, my mom was saging the house not too long ago. <laughs> like, And, uh, that's and really I did cool. it. Yeah, it was awesome. So that's not something that she would have done. But then, you know, her friends are starting to do things like that, going to see psychics. My mom went to go see a psychic and she was blown away. And I did a healing session on her the other day. And with the singing bowls, like what I do for the activations, she had such, she basically had like a psychedelic trip without any drugs. Just a whole experience, all of these visions, a lot of healing it's crazy. Those so, singing bowls are amazing. I, I listen to those at night. I listen to the, they call those the Tibetan singing bowls, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I have some crystal ones too that I use. Yeah. I love those. Like I, I put on, there's a one, there's a bit of binaural bead video. It's just like a, it's just a frequency where this guy, he sits there and he plays those. He, he has the different ones for a different frequency. And uh, it's so uh, relaxing. I, I listen to it when I go to sleep, like, um, and I, I think I've gotten healing from it as well, or at least like, because I think when you get in that deep state of relaxation, that's what enables healing maybe, right? Yeah, no, exactly. And and that's why meditation is so important in sleep is so important. We're doing a lot of healing in our sleep. And I knew that even from being a nutritionist and being in, uh, in the health field before this, while you're sleeping is whenever your body's making all of its repairs. So whenever you get into a relaxed enough state you can access altered states of consciousness and also allows you release all of that um, like friction um, and it allows you to focus your body and mind to focus on, you know, a specific purpose like healing. Yeah. Now, um, what are some different ways that people can make contact or how do you practice that as far as like if people like want to go about doing like a C5 and, and, and making contact? Mm hmm. 
So setting your intention is important and asking. So you want to set the intention to that you are interested in making contact with loving beings of the highest love and light. You want to be specific and and asking is also an important piece of it. And, and don't kind of block yourself for the different ways that they can make contact. It may be an orb. They may, you may see something that looks like a shooting star. You may get some other sign that, that lets you know that, you know, they are there. Sometimes they, they'll show like little sparkles and, and flashes in the sky. They can communicate in different ways. But um, so setting the intention and asking, raising your vibration helps because they're very high vibrational beings. So we kind of got to meet them halfway. They'll, they'll drop their vibration for us a little bit. But yeah, you need to, so how you do that is getting into a relaxed, blissful state. Spending time outside helps. Meditation helps. So before I was meditating in the beginning, I would just go out stargazing and, um, you know, set the intention, ask. Um, Listening to frequency music helps a lot. That's actually specifically what they told me to do whenever I wanted to make contact with them was listening to frequency music and also using crystals. That's cool. Yeah, I love crystals. Like, it seems like quartz crystals are like the most powerful, right? I, I like quartz crystal, yeah. Amethyst is good, too. That's the purple one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have that. I have that somewhere. I have it right here. But I, 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 love, I love collecting crystals and stuff. They, that works so good. I wanted to ask you this. The last time you were on, I, I have a lot of new fans. So you told me about a vision where you had contact with this blue being that was projecting herself as an orb. And you saw you had this like, a, can you talk about that? Yeah. So that was actually the first time that I initiated contact myself. Um, and I had a friend with me, somebody that I had actually just met that day. So <laughs> I was so excited to have a friend that was like open to UFOs. I was like, let's go try to make contact. And um, yeah, we set the intention. I went to this astronomy park and within like five minutes, a golden orb appeared at, and it was cloudy. It was actually raining a little bit. So you couldn't see the sky at all. So this golden orb appears and it's in front of the clouds and it starts moving around like I was looking at it through my binoculars it went from one lens into the other and just started moving around so I was kind of like trying to talk to it and my friend suggested that we close our eyes and see if we can get anything this way and whenever I did that I it telepathically sent me a vision of a woman she was actually she was laying on a table she had light blue skin she had no hair she looked very human, though. It was very beautiful. And she had a skin-tight silver, like, space uniform on, kind of like Star Trek-like. And um, then there was about five crew members standing behind her. And and then she also sent me a vision of this light coming down in through the top of the head. I didn't know what it meant at first. But as I learned and learned more about kind of spiritual and metaphysical uh, practices and things, that's what's considered a download entering in through your, your crown chakra in your third eye is, is how that works. So she was showing me a visual rep- representation of that. And um, it's weird. When, when, when you said that, that made me think of something. When I do these uh, past life regressions, like 
it seems like when I die in these past life regressions, that the soul comes through my crown chakra. Like when I, when I, when I experience a death scene in the past life regression, like it seems like my soul goes right out through my, not, not me or whoever I am in that life. When they, when that person, if that's me, I guess, I don't know. I can't tell if it's, it seems real, but it, you know, like when it, but it always comes out the crown chakra. Do you think that's a, entry entry exit point for things like like you're saying and and maybe the soul too yeah i can see that yeah it's and they that was actually one of the big tricks for developing psychic abilities and communicating with them is connecting through the crown chakra that's where the crown chakra is what connects us to the universe so it's basically like plugging your phone in to charge it (laughs) so like so plugging in, <laughs> uh, and I, I have a like a, a 10 minute exercise on my YouTube channel. It's called three keys to connect with star beings to, to do CE five and connect with them. And, and that's what, it, that's one of the key things is connecting through the crown. Now you've also met beings from like Sirius and Arcturus, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I have. That's amazing. Well, um, do you want to, um, if, if you want to share your screen, you can sh- show us some of uh, your stuff. I'd, I'd love to see this. I, I don't think we did this last time, so this will be fun. Yeah. Let me see. Okay. Hold on. I'll, I can pause this while, we, while you're, you're getting it set up. I'll pause okay. it. Okay. First, I'll sh- start off by showing you guys a few of my astrophotography photos oh yeah i'd love to see that yeah so here's a picture of the andromeda galaxy you can also see another galaxy right there so this is our closest galaxy neighbor i've met beings from andromeda too they're lovely wow (laughs) yeah so we even have beings from other galaxies interacting with us it's pretty creepy it's so weird because it's it's like we're we're not i know it it's like we're not taught about any of this and it's like we have to figure it out but then once you figure it out like it's like a whole world opens up and you can't turn back to your other world right yeah definitely and um (laughs) i mean yeah i think that a lot of this information has just been suppressed because it would change everything you know the um like the oil companies and big pharma and all of those things they were all created to um they've suppressed like nikola tesla's work they suppressed most of his work was confiscated by the government whenever he died. It'd be free energy. It would change everything. It would it would knock a lot of companies out of business. I believe so too. I believe so too. I think they already have it. I think, you know, like Dan Willis says, they've had it for like, I don't know, like forty five years they've had anti gravity te- anti gravity technology and stuff like that, you know? It's pretty crazy. Yeah, they've known for a while, since at least the forties, around when Roswell happened. Um so this is just another picture. You can see the Pleiades right there. It's also. not it's not coming up. It's just uh you can't see a picture right now? I just see the a bunch of pictures. Like uh, if you see my screen, like I'm I'm you can see my pointer. I'm just it's showing me like a bunch of like your folders basically. Oh okay. Did you see the Andromeda galaxy? Here I'm gonna share a different way. Can you see it now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. okay, so there's the Pleiades. There's a little telescope. Let's see. And you can see the Andromeda galaxy. Oh, my God. That looks beautiful. That's insane. 
this is amazing <laughs> holy shit like this is so cool <laughs> yeah that's so that's our closest neighbor and you can see another galaxy right there you really shot that I there's like, another one right there too wow like what were you what were you what were, yeah what, what, what did you think when you were able to capture this kind of stuff because let me explain to you like I used to go out on night runs, like where I would go jog at night, and I always wanted to see a UFO, but I never saw anything. But it seemed like I don't know if it's because of what they're spraying or or, or what that I was having trouble seeing like the stars even sometimes. Like, did you have to go to? I think I think you said you would go to an astronomy park, right? Yeah, there's an ast- and and you should look up if there's an astronomy park near you. That's a really good place to do it. There's one about 25 minutes from my house. So it's not super dark, but you can still see you can still see the Milky Way a little bit. And then um if you really, really want to probably about like 45 minutes to an hour away from the city, but you may have something closer too. But yeah, you'll um you can see some really it's 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 crazy. It's insane how beautiful and do you ever wonder why at these places it's easier to see things is that because of like where they're positioned in the world or uh yeah yeah like the earth's rotating and some like the northern hemisphere can see different things than the southern and then yeah you it depends on like the weather too and they do spray a lot of stuff in the environment so that can affect it also Yeah. yeah yeah there's a lot of variables but you can actually see the Andromeda galaxy um, with your naked eye. Yeah, you can see it with your naked eye. It looks like a little smudge. Like, it kind of looks like that right there. Just a little smudge in the sky. You can get a star map on your phone and look it up. That's that's always fun. But, yeah, there's so many cool, crazy things in the sky if you just look. Like, yeah. getting a, a pair of binoculars is really cool. Um, okay, so then... We've got that. That's another picture. This is the Orion Nebula. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That's so amazing. This, yeah. This is right under Orion's belt, which is up right now in the sky. It's a winter constellation. And if you get a set if you get a pair of binoculars, you can actually see the Orion Nebula. It kind of looks like a little smudge, but you can actually see it. Wow. And this is the Pleiades star cluster yeah i've never seen any of this before like i i I don't know why i just never have like i never thought to look at it you know and but it's like it's like breathtaking it's like really amazing like to think that this stuff exists out there and like we don't think about it because we have our normal everyday earth Mm -hmm. lives and we never think to look up right yeah yeah and it's um it's amazing what you'll see whenever you look up too (laughs) um okay so this this is actually the um the first CE five that I did where I was uh, where that golden orb appeared in the yeah. one who sent me a telepathic vision of the woman with light blue skin. This is actually a photo of it. Oh my god! Yeah, it's um. Oh my god! Holy <laughs> shit! That's <laughs> it, very real. That's very. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. You can kind of see, like, it looks kind of, like, electrical in there. There's, like, a little indention. I'm not sure why. From far away, it looks looks more real as the closer you go up to it. You know what I mean? Like, you can see the the electrical uh, 
properties of it or whatever, whatever it is, you know, why do you think, I mean, did you ever wonder why they, they, they show up in orbs is orbs just like another vehicle for consciousness or a way to express themselves or something like that? Yeah, I have wondered why, <laughs> because they do, they show up in weird ways that you wouldn't expect. It's not always going to be a, a physical, like, you know, metal. Oh, you cut out. Uh, you still there? Maybe I'll pause it. All right, guys, we're back. We had a little bit of technical difficulties. I don't know why, but uh, maybe they don't want this information getting out. But this is a uh, really good stuff Lily's showing us. So, um, Lily, you have the floor. Thank you again. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So you can you can see all this, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So next, I'll show you. This is a picture that I drew of a Pleiadian woman that I saw. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah very pretty. A lot of them look very human. Some of them, not so much. <laughs> would you say they're they're all like really physically fit and aesthetic, or would you say the Pleiadians seem to be? Yes, it, and they don't deal with as much of um. You know, we've got a lot of unhealthy things on this planet that hinder our health. You know, we need to eat more fruits and vegetables and and things like that. We've got chemicals in our food. So that's going to affect the way that we look too. I'm sure they've evolved beyond that where they have, you know, healthy diets. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever have any encounters with like the Anunnaki or did anybody ever, did any of the ETs ever talk about them or like what, what, what's up with that? Like, or do you think the Anunnaki maybe could have been, I was thinking about this. Maybe they could have been like a, com- a combination of races. Like if you listen to Billy Carson, I think he says that, that they originally came from Lyra, but then they were like a bunch of different races that came here. Like, like a coalition kind of. Yeah. I think I remember hearing that some, there was some Pleiadian mixed in there too, but I, or some sort of association with the Pleiadians, at least like way back in the day. And um, I do know that the Anunnaki have some reptilian too, but of course we do also, we have the reptilian brain. Yeah. That's weird, right? It's a, we don't see it because we don't, we don't look at it all. Mm -hmm. And yeah, what's interesting is you can have all these different combinations of genetics and you don't even like we don't look like reptiles, but we do have some reptile genetics with like the the reptilian brain that we have. It's really interesting. So they can manipulate genetics to make things like look a certain way in um I'm sure there are there are aliens on our planet and even hybrids, but they look human, but they have other, you know, Oh, speaking of which, you went to that Galactic Spiritual Informers Council. I know you covered it on your podcast, but like, just for my, I didn't get a chance to go because I had to work and I couldn't get off of work. But like, what, how, let me know, how was it? Like, was it amazing? I know I saw you in pictures of you and Savita with uh, Elena and stuff. Like, was it really like pretty amazing or what? Yeah, it was pretty cool. There was about a thousand people there, um, which is actually like, that's pretty big. A lot of energy there. The The speakers were great. And being around that many like-minded people definitely, like, opens new doors and really helps with, with – it. it's very activating for you. Yeah. Um, Savita, while there, she developed new psychic abilities while she was there. Wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. She 
could look at somebody and see she would get like a flash information of past lives that they've had and she even like she looked at me (laughs) and she was like you have some sort of royal lyran genetics royal lyran heritage and what's really crazy is about a month before that the ets kept telling me royal something having to do with royal but i was like nah you know whatever and then savita called it out and plus she called out other um past lives that people had she had a whole um she had a lot of revelation so being around like that that much high energy and the ets were there of course even if we didn't like see them there were people did see ships while there so they're also you know sending their energies so yeah it's just a very activating um, experience did you get to meet everybody did you get to meet like michael sala alex collier brad olson you know not all of them usually at conferences like the last one that i went to i went to the uh, secret space program conference uh thrown by journey to truth podcast back in may that was mind-blowing uh tony rodriguez spoke there as well he's an ssp whistleblower i i got to hang out with tony we already like know each other but um some some of the people some of the speakers there since it was you know in a very busy area in orlando they um kind of stuck to themselves or stayed in separate areas but usually at conferences you are it's like an open floor plan and you are mingling more but this one was pretty big so i can understand how it would be um overwhelming to you know meet a thousand people <laughs> i usually like to go to all the vendors i mean like well i've been to like a lot smaller conferences like i went to one here in pittsburgh where i'm from i went to like where kathleen martin spoke which was you know that's the grand niece of uh, betty and barney hill or whatever and uh oh, wow. but like i like i always like going to the um the vendor tables you know what i mean to see all the crystals and like and just mingling with people you know it's just nice to get to know people different kind of people right yeah it is super cool uh and and you meet people that and i talked about this on on my channel but you meet people that you feel a deep connection with and come to find out you do have deeper connections like we we begin finding people that we are supposed to through these events which i I agree yeah it's pretty awesome so you find you find your soul family at, at events like that um yeah, it was definitely awesome. I'm excited for another conference. I'm being called to Mount Shasta now, so <laughs> I'm going to be planning a, a trip there. Hopefully, one of my subscribe, one of, a friend of mine, she always talks about Mount Shasta. She says I have to see it. Like I definitely would love to see that that area. That's West Coast. Like that's uh, yeah, uh-huh. I definitely want to see that area someday. That's pretty cool. Like for yeah. sure. And apparently, there's an entrance to Inner Earth there. There's an inner earth city under it. <laughs> oh my God. I, I, I can't even imagine. Like, I think I would, I think I would do like if somebody said you could go into inner earth, like, but then what if you don't come back? Right. You know, but I mean, like, I think it would be worth it just to see it. Yeah. Admiral Byrd went. Yeah, he did. <laughs> the, see what's so weird about that story is like, there's so many versions of that story. There's like the one story where supposedly he encountered Nazi UFOs. But then there's the version where he didn't go on inner inner earth and met like these beings, right? Like, so mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's hard. Yeah, to- there's something weird with the whole Nazi inner earth thing. I haven't figured that part out, but there's definitely something weird going on there. I, I agree. I, I totally agree. I, yeah. I think so too. 
Yeah. I mean, he was, Hitler was designing a UFO. <laughs> yeah, they had the Hanabu. They, 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 they definitely put that together. And that's how we got our UFO technology was them, you know, coming over and um, they're all their, their scientists, the Nazi scientists and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But this Pleiadian woman, I was going to say, like, they look just like us. I wonder if they could, like, fit in. I mean, do they have, like, pointy ears or anything like that? Or do they look basically like us? Um, some of them have more pointy ears. I have seen beings with, with like more like elf ears, but I think for the most part, the Palladians could fit in with us. They're, they just look like models essentially. And they're probably taller. Yeah. But yeah, they, um, yeah, they're pretty good looking mm -hmm. <laughs> and very, very similar to us. <laughs> There's a lot of beings with, uh, like blue skin also light blue skin, I guess, like the atmosphere of these different places and um a lot of them don't have any hair some of them have bigger heads i've seen a lot of those but Do you yeah think that's where the elongated skulls come from here that the people are finding yeah i actually had a reading with somebody where she was a genetic um she had genetic history with the paracas skulls which were found in peru i don't know exactly what they were probably some sort of a hybrid um but that's what came up in her reading that she was actually like a genetic. She came from that. She had some, some mixed genes with that. So that's oh pretty, wow, yeah, that's pretty so crazy. Cool. That's yeah. real cool. Yeah, there's tons of mixtures. Um, okay, so the Pleiadian woman. Let's see, and what's this one? That looks like another orb. Yeah. Yep. So this is. Oh my god. Yeah, it actually, um, so, so these were a few orbs that were in the field next to me. I was recording them and one of the orbs splits into two, which you can see in just a second. See, it just split into two. Wow. That looks like it could be on a ship, right? Like that's insane. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. That was not even that far from me. That was really close. It was in the field next to me. It was tripping me out. I was like, if they get any closer, I'm going to have to go. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, it almost looks like those are lights coming from a ship or it could be orbs. Like it's either one, but it's definitely not anything we know of. You yeah. know, like that's definitely an unidentified flying object. Like, right. That is amazing. This is so amazing. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. There was some, um, kind of stuff that was coming out of the top of it too uh that I could see with my eyes it almost looked like staticky above it and in some of the footage that I caught if you brighten it you can even see a little bit of the static looking kind of like cloudy looking stuff coming out of the top it's really mind-boggling wow yeah That's so cool my memory card is full for my camera so something fly past See, there's one right there. Oh, my God. That is so cool. Yeah, I have one on my channel. I, I got to show you. You, you get a chance to check it out. I have a, a two orb videos on my channel I put up. But subscribers sent them to me where it's oh like massive God. amounts of orbs flying in the sky. Like, it's, oh, my uh, God. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's totally unbelievable. It's like, it's so wild to see this stuff. Cause you think that, 
you know, it's, it's so hard to believe, but then it's, I, it's not that I'm, I'm not closed-minded. I'm really open-minded. I'm just a little bit skeptical, but like, I love evidence like this. Cause it's like, it's like, it's like, wow, it's really all real and it's all happening. Like it's, it's yeah. so amazing. And it looks <laughs> different than what you would expect. You're going to really trip out on this next one. Um, so I caught a bunch of orbs near the sun. That's a good trick pointing up to the sun somehow. And sometimes the camera can pick it up what our eyes can't see. So if you point at the sun, you may be able to catch some ships or some like sun orbs uh, coming out of it. And then on this video, I catch an orb come up and it changes geometrical shape. So I'll just let it go ahead and play. So you can see a bunch of orbs near the sun. Hopefully you can see that since I'm Yeah. Okay, you can see it. Awesome. Oh my God, they're shooting out. And then there's that big one. I replay it in slow motion a few times so you can see it. Wow. That is so amazing. See it changing shape? Wow. Pretty crazy. That really, that really is. That's mind blowing. Yeah. I called that like the Rubik's cube orb because <laughs> it's just like, it's like shifting and turning. Very interesting. Yeah. It, it almost, is, it almost makes me think, was it a triangular craft that kind of morphed into an orb? You know what I mean? But it can change its shape. It can change what it does. Right. Cause it seems like they can do whatever they want. Right. They can, change sizes shapes like you go in and out of dimensions uh cloak themselves you know it's it's pretty amazing yeah yeah very mind-blowing yeah i think they can <laughs> yeah they can do whatever they want it looks like <laughs> yeah <laughs> so this is a picture i took during a ce5 where like i i put a time lapse so i'm taking a, a bunch of pictures in a row and in one of the pictures like there's me walking in one of the pictures, I caught two black triangles that appeared very briefly. Oh, my God. Yeah, and it looks like a portal's opening up or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is insanity. Wow. Like, this is so amazing. <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? And it, you can see kind of some stuff around it, too. Like, the, the atmosphere around it is a little bit different. And then there's that line and just two black triangles and it only showed up in one picture i was taking pictures every second when you when you were filming this were you seeing it or did, did you not see it did you have to come back and look at the film afterwards or whatever so i looked back i didn't see this with my eyes i think i was looking oh i was actually looking over there though kind of looking in that direction um but you i could feel that your mind was thinking about it like unknowingly like you all like you you know like um like you have like a telepathic or something like that. Like you already knew, like, yeah, I knew they were there. Yeah, I knew. And I, I asked them to, to appear in a picture and that's what I got. They were only there for a split second. Wow. For a split second. That's it. So they can uncloak themselves um, very, very quickly. And also 
our visible spectrum, what we can see is very, very small out of like the whole light we spectrum. You only see like one to 5%, right? Yeah. So there could be like beings standing right behind you right now and you don't see them. I think, I, I think that is the case a lot of times. I think a lot of like, I remember like when, before we started recording again, we were talking about like spirits and entities and you said you trust ETs more than you trust spirits. Like I don't trust spirits at all. Like there, I think there's some like really, I mean, I, I'm sure there's like, we have our ancestor spirits that are looking out for us and stuff like that. But I just think like, there's a lot of evil spirits that are maybe pissed there in the afterlife. <laughs> they just want to cause problems with people. I don't know. But there's a lot like- of trauma, a lot of trauma on earth that needs to be healed. Yes, I, I think that's that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. This one's really cool. This was a ship that was in front of me, probably about like 60 feet in front of me, but it was like behind like a few trees. I was recording these lights um, and they were just like hovering there and you see a a beam of light come from this one right here for a second and I caught it on camera. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Yeah, pretty crazy, huh? It's 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 I, I'm like I'm like lost for words. <laughs> Were you able to see this one with your eyes or did you have to is this again where you had to go back? Yeah, I could see it with my eyes. But it was interesting because I saw whenever the light I saw a light come up. I didn't necessarily see like that perfect beam of light though, but I did see something happen. I did see it get brighter and I saw some light coming from it. Um, it's just amazing that on camera, you could actually see the beam. Yeah. But yes, I, I could, I could see this one with my eyes and the orbs that I showed you, um, the one that split into two, I could see that with my eyes. Wow. Um, yeah. Just the, the black triangles. I didn't see. Um, and this next one, I didn't see with my eyes either, but I could feel. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I, I could feel beings around me. I got the uh, the in, intuitive hit to take a picture. And then after I reviewed the picture and I was like, holy crap, there's like a whole being here. And there could actually be, I was looking back at this picture not too long ago. I thought it was like one being, you know, standing there that was beginning to manifest. If you zoom in, it almost looks like it could be a group of beings. Like you see an arm and two legs there. So it could be like a bunch of ones that are just kind of projecting, you know, this into our dimension. Yeah. Yeah, that's... You can feel, can you feel the energy coming off of that? Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's, 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 I can't believe it. Wow. That's like, so you get visits from the spirit world often too, right? You get, are you, that seems like, I think I asked you this when we weren't recording too. It seems like the spirit world never shuts off. Like they want to contact all the time. Yeah. But I, I'm usually, uh, I don't, I don't get messed with by like ghosts, uh, too often, but I do feel other energies. Um, and yeah, I'm basically specifically like ETs. I don't deal with people. 
<laughs> do you think that like if you have a higher frequency or higher vibration that maybe spirits can't mess with you as much? I I do believe that. Yeah. Yeah, I do. And it has to do with like the law of attraction, the law of vibration. So you attract what you are projecting. So if you're in a higher, yes, a higher vibration, a higher state, um, they're not going to be able to like come into your space. Yeah. Yeah, it's really um interesting. It's like a whole new way of really having to think about things because it's not it's not the seen world, but it's the energetic world and it's all around us. It's, it's not the out. world I grew up with. Like, you know, like I grew up with a very, you know, I'm 42. So I grew up in a very like, I don't know. I grew up in the eighties and nineties where things were so much different. And now we're coming into all this like new energy type work. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, it's like you said, it's a new world. Like it's an, it's a, I think, I think this is the future. This is going to be our future. Like, you know, like living this kind of life, like, um, does that make sense? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but also we're just re-remembering it because if you think back, like the Native Americans, ancient Chinese medicine, they knew all of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. The Native Americans knew all of this. Yeah, and they they would talk about like contact with star beings. They yes, would they, did. they would call them their star family, right? Yeah, our star people. Yeah. They knew about all of this stuff. So we could actually learn a lot from looking back at ancient times and ancient cultures. They already knew about like the chakras and energy. It's somehow it, it's become like a lost knowledge, but now we're re-remembering it. And we're, the veil seems to be thinning around us to where we can't ignore it anymore. <laughs> like, there's a bunch of different things coexisting and happening all around us. And, and we're going into different parts in space, the energy is moving uh, and changing around us. And we're going to be able, we're probably going to be seeing some really crazy, amazing things in the next few years or decade. I agree. Yeah. Oh, I um, love that picture. That's nice. Yeah, this is one of my favorites. I love that they I love that they got they they got in the picture with me in it too. So I was like meditating, set the intention to make contact. I asked for them to appear on camera and then I set up a time lapse so I was taking cuz they're quick too. You have to be very very fast. And up here you can see a ship appeared. It appeared in three photos. There's oh my actually God. The closer you get to it, the more insane it looks. Yeah. Holy shit. That's insane. I got an even better picture of it, too. I'll show you that next. So it's there's so cool. one. It has, like, a turquoise, like, hue to it. Like. Yeah, and a weird orange thing. Yeah. I wonder if that's the energy, you know, or maybe. Like, there's um another little guy up here. I don't know what exactly it is. Oh, wow. That almost looks like an upside down pyramid. Like it might be hard to see from your side, but you can see a triangle right here. Wow. This is my first time seeing this like this. I thought it was just like a little blurb, but you can actually see the face of a pyramid and then a darker face of the pyramid. At least so that might be a triangle craft, right? Maybe. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm gonna have to look. In, I'm gonna have to look into that more. <laughs> uh, okay, so then here's the um, like a close up of it. Wow. And then each, so I got it. It appeared in three photos while I was sitting there, and they look different. It looks different in every single photo. It's like it was morphing. Yeah. So you can see it like. Yeah, I don't know what it's doing. And then there's like that bright orange thing. Maybe going in and out of dimensions. Maybe that's why it's like 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 yeah. It's like kind of like fifty percent there, fifty percent not. You know. Yeah. Yep. And they. Yep. They can do that. Yep. 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 That's so cool. That is fascinating. That really is. That's that's mind blowing. Yeah. Wow. I want to take a ride up there. Oh, you mean in a ship? You want to get or you want to go on a ship? Do you think you would do it? <laughs> yeah. I think I have done it before. I just haven't remembered it. Do you think you're ready for it? Like uh, I mean like They're they're preparing me now. I know they are. Cuz now now I'm starting to see them like before well, I'd see ships and orbs and things like that. And then I worked on my third eye so that I could see them that way. They, you know, show me an image of themselves. Um, that was more of like the face-to-face the -face introduction beginning. And now, just recently, like I was sitting outside on my back porch and looking up at the sky, you know, kind of tuned in for a second. Suddenly I could see these silhouettes in the sky. And, and then it moved closer and it was like, almost looked like, a clear bubble just hovering in front of me, but you, but it was subtle, but I was beginning to see it. It kind of looked a little like staticky and stuff. It's like I was beginning to see into their dimension and there was a group of beings standing there looking at me. They were Pleiadians. And then behind them, I could see beings walking behind them, like minding their own business on this ship. Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> God. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh. that's one of the, the coolest. So I know they're they're um preparing me for more of a face to face introduction. Wow. Yeah, and it's crazy. Like I just looked up and and it's like they were hovering. It's like they were in front of me, but I don't know if anybody else would have been able to see it. Like I was starting to see into their dimension, or they were starting to, you know, just appear manifest. Um. This is just, this is with a night vision camera. It's an orb I caught during a, a CE5. I was doing, I was live streaming a CE5 uh, on TikTok, actually. I used to do live CE5s every week. And an orb appears. You can't hear the audio, but you'll hear, but I'm saying like, all right, now I'm teaching them how to do it, coaching them through. Okay, now we're going to, uh, you know, project love, higher vibration, ask for the, these beings to give us a sign show us that they're there and then an orb appears right here oh that's amazing that's insane wow did they see it during the broadcast like did, did you did, did that like yeah Wow. That's a, that's fascinating. So did you use the um the uh the what is it like the infrared camera for that or what do you, what do you call it the 
not infrared, but like night vision. Yep, the psionics aurora. Yeah, that's so cool that you do that. That's so cool. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. This, I don't even know, like, I was taking pictures, asking to make contact, and then just this, like, bright, I got a picture of this. This was a long exposure, so I was taking a picture over, like, eight seconds or something like that, and it caught this, like, lime green light whizzing up from the sky. Wow, I wonder what that is. Yeah. Pretty interesting. That really is. And it's like coming from up in the sky and then kind of zips past. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. And I think that's it. Oh, wow. Well, this has been amazing. Um, if Thank you for doing this, by the way. And if you could tell everybody where to find your channel, where to find your website. And, and I know you have cool gear, too. You have cool sweatshirts. And if you could tell people about that as well. Oh, that is so cool. <laughs> I love yeah. that. I've uh, I've had fun designing a bunch of UFO. I wish I had one of my sweatshirts with me, but I have UFO and Starseed merch, and it's already, like, it's turning heads. People are, like, I don't know. They're loving it. <laughs> so uh, you can um, you can find that at lilynovaspaceart.com, and I'm actually running a sale right now for 11% off with code Lily 10 There's a bunch. There's coffee mugs, sweatshirts, hoodies, all kinds of cool stuff. And, uh, and then my website is lilynovaspaceart.com. And I do offer one-on-one -on -one readings. I'm booked until January right now, but I do have some openings on my website. And, and then my YouTube channel, what I would really love is for people to come check out my YouTube channel. I do interviews on Wednesdays, post other content about making contact and, and messages from star beings and stuff. And then on Sundays, we uh, basically do a group CE5 in meditation where we connect with these different various beings and that's at lily nova starseed on youtube oh wow well thank you again and this has been awesome i'm going to post this tonight sounds good all right have a good night see thank you talk soon.